You thought it was over. Ha! Okay, cringe is over. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Post Park Broadcast. It is your lovely host, Hector Server, and of course, we're here to have fun. Uh, we got a lot of news to talk about, but really, honestly, what I was talking about, you thought, you thought I forgot. You thought I forgot. You thought I broke my New Year's resolution already. Gosh, you guys think so little of me. What? Um, no, I didn't forget, but I, I came very close to uh, not being able to do it. Been a very busy bee. Uh, but we have a lot. This is the good. This is the plus side about doing an episode, you know, occasionally bi-weekly is because you accumulate a lot of news and a lot of news is what we have. And we've got to talk about it because that's what the show is. We are a theme park and entertainment uh, news commentary channel. It's not a channel. It's a, it's a show, but that's what we do. We talk about anything going on in the theme parks right now. And we, I'm just going to like, I don't know. We're not going to try to speed run, but we have got so much. Uh, I'm going to give you some teases. We've got Universal Mardi Gras. Huh? Right. We've got some Epcot news, some Hollywood Studios news. We have uh, other news about Flower and Garden. Oh, M G. It's a lot. And I hope you're excited. I'm excited. One of these is looks delicious. I'll sp- that's a little spoiler. It's about food. But with that being said, let's start off with this tweet that I managed to the way I keep my notes is that I pretty much like send myself messages on Twitter to have it all just in in order of what I wanted to talk about. Uh, And we have a tweet here from Scott Gustin. Now, I don't, I'm not sure where Scott Gustin got this from, but apparently Walt Disney World is reevaluating the original concept that was planned and announced for the Play Pavilion at Epcot. This is uh, added to the uh, RIP Bozo pack because um, Play Pavilion is another one of those things where I just, I don't know, it was announced kind of a little bit like from the return of COVID, like when COVID uh, restrictions, or at least when you could go to the parks and and they had that Epcot uh, center preview thing, it was kind of like, okay, well, if all of this is like interactive experiences, I don't, that's kind of seems like a bad idea, especially right now. Uh, And I don't know, it's just been not just because idea didn't sound that great, but also because they've just kind of it's been so empty over there. Like they have not touched that building. It seems like in a while, I think they updated the paint and like, that's about it. But it's just kind of sadly been sitting there abandoned. And as someone who really enjoyed when it was like the festival center, it's, it kind of sucks to see because the inside of that building is really cool. And I think the building in general is, is very cool. So very interesting that play pavilion is no longer, I guess, kind of going to be the concept that, or, or who knows, maybe they, maybe it is play pavilion or they're just like modifying some of the ideas who knows everything over there is like galaxy theme, space theme. So I'd imagine that they're maybe, maybe they do something space. Maybe, I don't know if anything, please just make it the festival center once more. Uh, someone in the comments was like, we maybe destination D, which is something that's going to happen in September. Uh, destination D is like a mini D23 that we have here in Walt Disney World. We're very fortunate to have that apparently here in uh, one of the one of the main three big hotels. I can't remember off the top of my head. Fortunately, I won't be here. I will be uh, at my friend's wedding. I will be in my friend's wedding, my best friend. Uh, so sadly, I will be missing that. 
but hopefully we get some more updates about the play pavilion there. Now let's move on over to Mardi Gras over at Universal. That is my, um, that's my Mardi Gras impression. I don't know how to do it off the top of my head, but uh, it's that time of the year, of course, at the beginning of the year. Universal Mardi Gras is pretty much almost here at the time of recording. This is, uh, I don't want to, uh, should I date it? I guess it's Thursday and you will be hearing this Friday. It is Thursday, February 2nd, Mardi Gras Universal, International Flavors of Carnival starts February 4th and runs all the way through April 16th. Now, of course, we've got some food that comes with Mardi Gras. There's like booths scattered all over Universal Orlando right now. It looks very exciting. It, I believe, like, it seems like there's more than the usual booths that they have. Like, it, there, there's a lot. Like, I know there's a Japan booth, a Mexico booth. Very exciting. I can't wait to uh, see the full menu release. It's probably already out. I'm not sure. But I will definitely be trying some of that stuff out over at Universal Orlando Mardi Gras. I will be there, hopefully. Uh, but we, yeah, we've got a lot of news. Let's, let's get on into it. I'm sorry. Uh, we have a new tribute store. And not only just a new tribute store, but a new tribute store location. So if you remember, or if you ever got a chance to go, there was a Universal Orlando annual pass holders like uh, cool kids area that you could get into if you are a pass holder. It was super exclusive, right? You know, all you need is is the AP and show it to them. And you got in there. They had like a frozen coke machine like it, it would turn your cokes into slushies that was cool they had exclusive ap merch well that's it's gone it's gone uh bye bye it is no longer there but that like that string of buildings right there have all been converted into the new tribute store over which is i believe is like hollywood boulevard is what that lane is supposed to be called uh very very fun very fun i can't wait to go check that out uh i always say that i'm gonna buy merch and i always forget to get it I usually only get the lanyards because I already have a lot of stuff and I, I do not, I'm not very, I'm not a hoarder, but <laughs> I just do not have the space for all of this merch. So maybe, maybe they have a, a nice little lanyard. So yeah, new tribute store location is confirmed right there where again, used to be the Universal Orlando annual pass holder, uh, cool kids hangout spot. Um, but now it's, it's the tribute store. And we have, uh, of course, with Mardi Gras, we always look forward to the concert series that they do. Of course, artists come by and, and they sing their little hearts out. Um, I'm a little disappointed, kind not disappointed, but I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. Usually I feel like Universal has more people than this but we have one two three four five six seven eight eight people eight uh celebrities i guess they are celebrities but artists eight artists we're gonna run through the lineup right now february 4th patty labelle february 10th uh jvke 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 february 11th the goo goo doos the Goo Goo Doos? Hmm. <laughs> Who are the Goo Goo Doos? And I don't know. Hey, uh, yeah, you bleed just to know you're alive. When everything's meant. That's the Goo Goo Doos. Um, <laughs> February 18th, Marin Morris. February 19th, Willow. Uh, caught a vibe. Baby, are you looking for the ride? Uh, Willow Smith, actually, very good artist. Aside from 
you know, I whip my hair back and forth. Willow Willow has a lot of very, very good music, very talented artists, great voice. Um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that one. And then February 25th, we have Three Doors Down, which if I had done my research a little bit better, I would, I know I know their music, but I can't think of the song. I'm here without you, baby. And you're still with me in my dream. See, why do you even have to go to Universal Orlando's Mardi Gras lineup? Um, shout out to Dave Mello really quick. I'm, he just sent me a message and I'm, <laughs> it just popped up. So, hey, Dave. Uh, you have, so three doors down. I'm here without you, baby. And then March 4th, this is kind of, I guess, what would be the, considered the biggest one. You got Chandapal, Somay Gosalin. I don't really get what people say. I don't really want what them I do. Okay. And then the last one is March 5th, Lauren Daigle. Um, gave you some references there of some songs from some of these artists. Of course, I hope you enjoy as always. Uh, I'm, I mean, maybe I'll go see Goo Goo Doos, uh, Willow, definitely three doors down, possibly, but Shonda Paul is like kind of, that's like a, you, you can't not go see Sean Paul. I actually saw him when he was there the last time, I believe it's for Mardi Gras. It's the only time they do music, I think. Um, very, very fun. <laughs> very fun. I, yeah. Sean, and we be burning. I can't say anyone. Nobody want to see. Okay. So that's it. That is your lineup for Universal Orlando's Mardi Gras 2023. Again, only eight artists, which is kind of, kind of, kind of sucks. But you know what doesn't suck? Uh, themed bars. And of course, the only themed bar that they've been doing has been transforming the Coconut Club every now and then. At first, it was for Halloween. No. Yeah, Halloween. And then they did it for Christmas. And now they changed the Coconut Club again to the Cursed Coconut Club, which is, of course, going to be themed to like voodoo and stuff, I believe, for Mardi Gras. Or maybe like the Bayou. I assume it's I assume it's that like Bayou. So that's fun. That's very fun. I will be checking that out as well. Maybe I'll stop there before I go see Shana Uh <laughs> I think that's kind of it for Mardi Gras news. It's happening. It's here. It's coming. And we're going to jam out. We're going to listen to some good music. Um, let's head inside the park, though. And let's talk about um, the walls that went up. Again, another another rip and piece, Bozo, to Kid Zone, which I, I think we we you know bid farewell last episode but building like construction walls went up almost immediately there was no time for for to grieve um and they put a bunch of dreamworks characters on the construction walls so i guess that's kind of like a very big sign of what's to to come more dreamworks animation stuff still no picture of boss baby which is again they're setting themselves up for failure if they're not putting boss baby or maybe they did I don't know. Maybe I just haven't seen it. I hope Boss Baby's on there. But they do have Megamind, which is kind of... That's kind of crazy because I... I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to see Megamind there. Uh, but yeah, let's stick with more Universal news. Alicia Stella is reporting that Universal has registered multiple trademarks for the term Universal Horror Unleashed. Uh, Alicia is speculating that this could be the name for the Las Vegas experience in Area 15. Um, the trademarks range from, quote, entertainment in the nature of haunted attractions to merch and food stands. That's very exciting. Again, 
you know, we'll be we'll be discussing a lot more details as they come out about the Las Vegas Halloween Horror Nights experience. Um, but that is just something I'm so 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 looking forward to. I cannot, I can't wait to Halloween already. I don't want time to go by fast, but I do look forward to Halloween. Always spooky. Moving away from the the spooky scary stuff, let's head on over to Epcot because. There's been some um, cosmetic changes that have come to Epcot. Some of them kind of cool. And one of them, I I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's very small. Uh, but first, uh, the Epcot Auto Plaza marquees have been updated. These look very nice. The designs are very, very adorable. The parking lots will now be divided into heroes. Wait, no. Uh, it's like space and earth, I think, is what what they're calling the separate parking lots space and earth you have for space wally eve rocket and gamora and earth moana hi hi he he (laughs) he i'm pretty sure it's hi hi from also from moana you have crush and dory very cool animation i mean art style on these i really like these signs so yeah that's cool and then the uh marquee sign for the what do you call them? The like where you pay for parking. They changed that as well, but the sign looks, it looks really small. <laughs> Either it's really small or because the letters used to be spread out further, it made it look big, but it's like, what is this? A sign for ants? Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah. So the marquee for the uh, park where you pay for parking has been changed as well. Now let's head on over to, let's go to the back of the park and let's get on that little boat and take it all the way to Hollywood Studios because we have some deets, some details on, please be excited, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Hollywood, Disney's Hollywood Studios in Toy Story Land. I have clowned on this thing um, almost day one just because they haven't opened it as with other things, but I've been clowning on it, but you know what? They kind of turned me around with some of the photos of this, but the, the real announcement is that Disney's Hollywood studios will be welcoming opening roundup rodeo barbecue on March 23rd. A uh, couple of my friend's birthdays on March 23rd, actually. So maybe that'll be a fun way to celebrate that. Um, the photos that they released look incredible like i hope that it's as good as this looks there's like a watermelon salad that they've got uh yeah watermelon salad rex's romaine and kale salad tomato salad Mm -mm -mm. i'm a big fan of salads and then here it says enjoy a hearty serving of house smoked meats including evil doctor smoked ribs fall off the bone pork ribs slow cooked for hours in our on-site smokehouse buttercups beef brisket um I'll save this one for last, but there's barbecue chicken with style. And the other one is there's a sausage in my boot. Spiced pork sausage fire grilled over live oak to give it an added kick. That is incredible. (laughs) That is so good. This looks like it's going to be like a family style um, serving. Like it looks like a you get big portions with this. Uh, you will be able to choose four of the following sides for the table. The married spuds, loaded potato barrels, drizzled with green 
goddess dressing, cheese sauce, and seasoned BBQ spe- spices, force field fried pickles, uh, slinky dog mac and cheese. That's literally how it's dog is elongated. Uh, Bucking baked beans, <laughs> cowpoke, cowpoke, corn on the cob, mean old potato salad, veggie slaw, and campfire roasted vegetables. There, of course, is going. You can't have all this great meat and and sides without some some some, some sweet. So you have cupcake a la forky, uh, lemon and blueberry cheesecake, Billy's chocolate silk pie, goat's apple pie, goat's apple pie. A picnic classic, tart apples and warm pie species. Why do I keep saying species? Spices balance perfectly with the creamy sweet filling under a crumble crust. I don't know who goat is. So I'm not sure why that. If you know who goat is, leave a comment down in the section, in the comment section below. Uh, Gruff's peach strawberry pie. The pies sound very good. I'm a big pie and cheesecake guy. Not really a cake guy. So happy to see a lack of cake. Uh, they do offer some savory plant-based options as well, like slow-smoked cauliflower topped with sweet harissa drizzle and crunch with walnut gremolata, oven-roasted bratwurst in quotes. This is tender, juicy, sliced to perfection, and an impossible rib chop. Seasoned with spices, then roasted and glazed with sweet BBQ sauce. I'm going to load up the grill and there's some I'm trying to do the Mark. Uh, what's his name? I don't know. The Facebook guy. I already forgot. Where he's like, you know, we got the grill running and we're going to lather him up with some BBQ. Mark Zuckerberg. Thank you. No one told me. I just remembered. Mark, I'm not stalling for time just to type and look up the barbecue means memes. <laughs> Sweet baby rays. We're looking forward, hopefully, hopefully Roundup Rodeo BBQ will be serving up some sweet baby rays on the grill. Just turn on the grill here and we're going to serve up some sweet baby rays for me and my friends. Um, so please look forward to Roundup Rodeo Barbecue opening March 23rd. All right. Um, I'm like, I am so holding in, dying laughing right now. That is so funny. Sweet baby rays. Sweet baby rays. Uh, Cocoa is re- apparently going to be developed for Broadway. Oh, hello. Cocoa on Broadway. Disney on Broadway. Is, it's going to be a stage show. That's fun. So I'm sure that... Oh, I think they announced this at Epcot, actually, during the Festival of the Arts. That's pretty cool. So yeah, expect C- Coco to be on Broadway. Uh, and I will be bawling my eyes out, not only in front of my TV watching the movie, but also in a giant room full of people watching Coco on Broadway. Um, so yeah, we have some Disneyland news, which we kind of, I kind of don't, I try not to cover Disneyland just because, um, I don't know, Walt Disney World's my home park, but maybe, maybe at a later date. We'll be covering Disneyland more extensively. However, they just opened up their Toontown, renovated. It's all very bright and adorable. It looks awesome. But the other thing they opened was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in Disneyland. And I sometimes Disney World is just so embarrassing. It's kind of like there's. I just I don't why we truly 
we truly, for whatever reason, cannot have nice things. The queue in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Adventure for the El Capitoon Theater, the queue is just like out of this world. It is so, it looks so wonderful. It celebrates the history of Mickey Mouse. There's like all these different props and stuff from all different uh, eras of, of Morky Moose and it also it was all started by a mouse. Like they even have the sorcerer's hat. Oh my gosh, the sorcerer's robe and hat. Mickey's iconic costume from the Sorcerer's Apprentice became one of his most magical books. They have the beanstalk. It just we're embarrassing. We kind of are. I hate to say it. Uh, we have some news on Comcast. Just um, just absolutely raking in the cash. They're like park attendance is higher. Guest spending is higher. It just apparently their parks division has like um it just the revenue has increased from I don't know how many billions of gajillion dollars. Universal's doing good. And it's kind of when you compare it again to like to Disney, they I I don't know. Universal is just kicking ass right now. And I truly like I I can't get enough of Universal at this point. It's so, so, so much fun. So I guess good for them. They, they've got a lot of good stuff cooking up right now. And on over to Tron, we're going to talk a little bit about Tron. This isn't really big news. Of course, I mentioned the last time that there will be lockers this time around. The first attraction really to use lockers. And you'll be, be able to use your complimentary digitized lockers with your magic band. Your magic band and your ticket on there will be used to unlock your locker. So that's really cool. Tron Light Cycle Run is, of course, presented by Enterprise, which a lot of people were having problems with the the little marquee sign for Tron. And they're like, oh, it looks hideous with the Enterprise thing on there. I don't care about the Enterprise. I hate that it's so small. The marquee is like, again, what is this? A sign for Ents? Terrible. That's the only thing I hate. But I mean, the lighting on the like, architecture thing like the canopy whatever that thing is looks awesome that ride is going to be like beautiful at night so i cannot wait of course we have been waiting i guess i can because we already have been waiting for like three decades i did my i did my what i did my waiting 12 years of it in azkaban um i don't know if that's the exact quote but it's something like that so yeah, April April 4th. We'll see if we can try to get some pass holder previews, maybe um me- media previews, huh? Post park broadcast at media preview. Not yet. Maybe when someday, maybe someday. A dreamer can dream. For the fools who dream, that's me. La La Land, please if you haven't seen it. Okay. Back to uh you know what this show's actually about. So Hagrid's is going to be closing for a couple of weeks. This is just kind of, I believe there's like some stuff that was affected by, I don't know, weather, especially like the the queue, right? Like as, as you enter, it's kind of just looking a little rough. So they're closing it to clean that up. Uh, there was an announcement. Class will resume shortly. Hagrid, Hagrid's, hmm, Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure will be temporarily closed from 221 to 3 5th. So February 21st to March 5th. That's kind of crazy, but you know, great ride. Uh, Trails End. If you were a fan to all my Trails End restaurant fans out there, 
the Trails End Stands at Fort Wilderness. Uh, it's going to close for refurbishment in the spring and reopen later this year as a marketplace concept with expanded quick service options. But um, yeah, Trails End closing later this year. Uh, and Hoopty Doo will not be impacted by this. I don't know if Hoopty Doo's in Trails End. I'm not sure. I've, I haven't done Hoopty Doo. I've heard it's intense, a lot of fun. So maybe Post Park should do that at some point and do a little review. Huh? I make no promises. Um, let's head on over to another tweet from Amusement Insider. Now, Amusement Insider is sharing this video where they caught drones being tested over Universal Studios Orlando. This is going to be wild. Um, as of right now, like drone shows are like the big thing. And Disney does this like what looks like a really cool drone show in, um, I believe it's in Paris for their Marvel land. It's like Doctor Strange opens a portal and the drones look like the portal. Uh, it just it looks cool. But I be- if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if Disneyland uses drones, but this is the first uh, use of drones. And it's obviously this is nothing that's been announced. This is just amusement insider caught video of drones being used for a show. Who knows what they're cooking up, but uh, there's a lot of potential here. I think with some of the drones, if you haven't seen like any drone shows or anything like that, I highly recommend looking it up because there's a lot of really cool stuff that they could do. And maybe they're testing this stuff for like Epic Universe, or maybe we will be getting a drone show maybe over in Islands of Adventure. I'm, I don't think Islands of Adventure has like a show at night. I could be wrong about that, but um, this is, yeah, it's it's a very cool, very cool to think about. Now we're on to the final stretch here. We we might make this uh, under an hour episode. That's kind of cool. I hope you enjoy that. But you know what? It's time to let's rock. Okay, uh, find out which artists are new and returning for this year's Garden Rocks concert series at the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. This is uh, <laughs> I should probably have looked up. Okay, so yeah, let's let's take a look at the the list of artists that are going to be returning as well as uh, new artists. This should be fun. Yeah. So we have March 3rd. I don't want to read through all these. It's such a long list. If, if you want to read the entire list, I recommend you head on over to the Disney Parks blog to look. Um, but we're going to be going through some of the ones that I know and. If, you know, you let me just stall for time here, it's not March 5th through the 6th. It's going to be Daughtry. It's not over, but part of me was dead and in the ground. Um, March 12th through the 13th is Smash Mouth. But that's that's one's that kind of crazy because I I'm under the impression that I'm under the impression that Smash Mouth stop being a band due to like personal issues um so that's that's very interesting but march 12th through 13th if you want to get your shrek on at disney i will certainly be there there's no there's no question that is a good one to get hammered for and and go jam out to some smash mouth um all star of course they it just why can't I please? I'm trying to stall for time. 
I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I. Um, some other dates: March nineteenth through the twentieth. This is a uh, kind of cool. This is a new band joining the series. March nineteenth through the twentieth, Blue Oyster Cult. That's that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I enjoy that quite a bit. I don't know guys but this song it needs more cowbell <sighs> i i promise i can do impressions it's just i don't know um that was of course uh, don't fear the reaper but they they have a uh, you know i'm burning i'm burning i'm burning for you <laughs> um <laughs> returning artists like march 26th to the 27th the pointer sisters now the pointer sisters they do have a couple of songs that i i am aware of, but the one that i remember the most is the one from my uh gta vice city and it's uh look what you done to me i'm mentally at your view all the if you've played vice city you know exactly what song I no way to control it it's totally automatic. Okay. So there's the Pointer Sisters. Now you got that one. There is a to be determined date for April 3rd. So that that could be interesting. A uh, lot of a lot of other artists, of course. Uh Starship Fickering. Hmm, what is that word? Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. Uh Switchfoot, which is new. A flock of seagulls. We've got Cool in the Gang. Uh Herman's Hermit, starting Peter Noon. I think that's yeah. Uh Casting Crows. Casting Crows. That's interesting. Let's see if I can pull up a song here. Um, because I maybe know one that I can share. Uh Casting Crow. No. Because they're like I think they're like a Christian band now. Yeah, I think they did were they always a Christian band? I don't know if that's maybe that is right. <laughs> Let's record scratch here for a minute. Hey, it's Hector from the future. So Casting Crows is not a Christian band. Um, I was looking up when I was typing Casting Crows very fast to see if I could get, you know, to see which songs they sing. Um, it auto populated as Casting Crowns. Now, Casting Crowns is a Christian band. Um, so if you are interested in Casting Crowns Christian music, uh, there you go. There's a new artist for you to listen to. Um, Casting Crowns, more likely you'd find them at Rock the Universe over at Universal Orlando. It's uh, more appropriate, I believe. But Casting Crows is Mr. Jones and me, as well as the hit from Shrek 2. I, I'm so silly for not remembering this, but uh, accidentally in love. So yeah, okay. So um, just had to come back in time and correct myself it's not casting crowns it's casting crows only on ppb radio back to you hector but yeah casting crows uh rick springfield the plain white tees i swear that's this is like the only thing plain white tees ever plays is one of the festivals at epcot that's very hey there delilah what's it like in new york city um so plain white tea is going to be june 2nd to the 5th what damn is this through the fifth or the second and the fifth? Oh man, they're gonna be there like a like a whole week. What? I well, that'll be another one to, to get real hammered to and 
and do uh, Hey There Delilah. Then you have uh, June 11th through the 12th. You got the Commodores. Is it Shea's a brick house? Yeah. Everybody know this is how the story goes. <laughs> um, June 23rd to the 26th, Simple Plan. Now, I believe maybe I almost sang a Simple Plan song a minute ago. Welcome to my life. They've got they've got a bunch. Um, I'm sorry I can't be perfect. They also do the Scooby Doo cover. I think maybe the best rendition of the Scooby Doo song, which is "What's New Scooby Doo?" Incredible, incredible. Uh, June thirtieth and July first, Living Color. Uh, I'm. If you can't hear me typing fast, it's because I'm trying to. Oh, yeah. The, this is like, I am the goat of, I am the goat of personality. Great song. Great song. And last but not least, July 2nd to the 3rd, right before. What better way to uh, have a pre celebration of the 4th of July than with listening to Wang Chung uh, July 2nd and 3rd at Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival? Um, take your baby by the hand and I'll dance how oh, days is post park broadcast an excuse for me to just sing to sing snippets of of songs I'm starting to think so and I'm sorry to put you through it but <laughs> um if you can tell I love music but I just want to make sure that you guys know uh what hits these artists are singing that you can look forward to at the Flower and Garden Festival. Of course, um, again, I only mentioned a couple of artists. There's like a gazillion on here, a more, uh, there's a bunch more artists at the Flower and Garden than a Mardi Gras. And um, we can have a conversation of, you know, the, you know, which one's better in terms of concerts, either Mardi Gras or Flower and Garden. We can, we can talk about that later. But yeah, beginning February 9th. You can uh, you can look forward to this pretty pretty good list of artists, if I do say so myself. And to close out the show, the last piece of news that we have is is pretty fun, I guess, in in nature. At Disney's Hollywood Studios, there's a bunch of char- new characters that you can go out and see and take photos with. Uh, I think only a couple couple of them are like you take pictures of them from afar, but the biggest one. I'll say for last, actually, you can now see Edna Moan and Frozone, Mr. Incredible, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. And these are all new characters that are here to stay for the foreseeable future at Disney's Hollywood Studios. But the biggest one that is going to be a, you know, semi-permanent, at least for the time being, is Powerline Max. That's right. You can go see Max and his Powerline outfit at Disney's Hollywood Studios again for the foreseeable future. I chased him down during the Halloween party, um, <laughs> and I, I have videos actually of me doing the dance next time because they would have like a little dance on on Main Street before the parade and he'd come out, and he like you were able to get into the street and start dancing with him. I should post one of the, I should post a video from that. It's very fun. But, you know, of course, Powerline from a Goofy movie. God, the movie's so good. Um, you know, see, I too, I'm getting the beats mixed up, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, Powerline Max. That is very, very cool. And I, I'm sure that is going to be like a very big 
wait time to to see, or at least a long line, because everybody wants to see um, everybody wants to see Powerline Max. And if you can't tell, again, stand out above the crown. There's that one, and then there's the there's nothing that I wouldn't do. Walking, all I need is half a chance, a second glance, approve. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that is your last piece of news for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, um, tuning in to this week's episode. I, again, again, you thought you caught me. I didn't forget. I'm not breaking my New Year's resolution of, of not doing the show for uh, more than two weeks. So you thought you caught me. You sneaky. You sneaky. I see you. I see you really a little smirk. You think you got me. Okay. So that is going to be it for the post broadcast. I believe this is episode seven. That's kind of cool. We're going to, that, that is very cool. Actually. It's very fun to say again for the millionth time, as I always do. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to check us out on Twitter, Twitter is the one where I'm most active um, and not even by that much. The saying active is kind of a kind of a stretch, but I tweet some things here and there. Twitter is at postparkbcast at postparkbcast. Um, TikTok is the one that I definitely don't use the most, but uh, I'm trying to come up with some funny stuff. That's what I want it to be, of course. As with always with the show, the one thing I want the most is for it to be funny. So if anything, I hope you've learned something new. I hope you've had a laugh today. Thank you for putting up with the singing. And uh Hope to see you at Flower and Garden. Um, and I think that's it. So thank you, everyone. I'll see you guys for the next episode. Episode eight. Incredible. Uh, my name is Hector Servan, and I'll see you guys in the park. Adios.